we are back with another episode of Touched by a Podcast, where we are going through Season 1 of Touched by an Angel. I'm just your host, and the episode we are covering today is called Tough Love. Just a disclaimer, this episode does deal with alcoholism. So if that is something that you struggle with or that you find particularly triggering, please feel free to skip over this episode. Tough Love features three generations of women. We have Elizabeth Jessup, who is the grandmother, then her daughter, Sydney, and then her granddaughter, Beth. And Monica gets inserted into the equation because she is helping Elizabeth with her memoirs. Elizabeth was a pretty renowned journalist. She went to a lot of different places and broke some really big stories and that sort of thing. But what Monica learns as she spends some time with Elizabeth and then with the other two members of the family is that Elizabeth has a drinking problem. She is an alcoholic. And because of her overindulgence with alcohol, she has a very strained relationship with her with her daughter and then consequently with her granddaughter. And we see several instances where the drinking has caused problems. Uh, to the very opening scene, knocks over a birthday cake for the little girl because she's intoxicated. Um, she has some angry outbursts at the dinner table and that sort of thing. And then she, at one point she's giving a speech at like a centennial type celebration and just clearly drunk at it and just says all kinds of things that are not appropriate and that sort of thing. And so we see that the drinking is causing a lot of issues here. And so Sydney, because she's seeing all this destruction and obviously how it's affecting her and her daughter, stages an intervention. Now, I am privileged in that I don't have any close friends or family members who struggle with alcoholism, so I'm not sure exactly how common interventions are anymore or if they're still used or even if they're considered like the preferred method to help someone who's struggling with that type of addiction, um, but that is what occurs in this episode, and Elizabeth obviously responds very poorly. Um, she gets very angry and throws everyone out of the house, and I think obviously this is a key a key moment because at this time Elizabeth is not ready to receive this information. She's not open to hearing it. She doesn't truly believe at this point that she has a problem. You know, thinks oh maybe it's a it is kind of a problem, but I have it under control. I think that's something we have to keep in mind. You know, I'm not a mental health counselor, so um, I'm not like giving any mental health advice or any anything like that, but. I think, you know, especially for, for bigger struggles or addictions, like people really have to want to change. And well, actually, even with the small things, we really have to want to change, right? Because, you know, it's January, New Year, New Me, how many people are still doing their resolutions, right? You know, people might have wanted to go to the gym more or make healthier food choices or read more. But even those small things or anytime we have a habit that maybe we want to break, we have to really want it right? Because there's always going to be challenges. There's always going to be things that make us want to fall back on those old habits. And so there really has to be, I think, in the person who needs to change, there has to be that desire, at least to some degree, right? Um, and, and Elizabeth just does not have that at this moment. She is just not ready. And so she kicks everyone out. And Monica, when she first came in, she, she didn't quite fully see the picture. And now, now that we've kind of climaxed in this moment, she's like, really sees what's going on here. And so Tess shows up 
and Monica got a question sure as to why she withheld you know, the information about Elizabeth being an alcoholic because Tess didn't tell her that when she first got the assignment. And I love what Tess says here, and I think it's a really um, important moment in this episode. Tess says, when you met Elizabeth, you made friends with a very strong and talented and interesting woman. If you had known then what you know today, you might have just seen the alcoholic. And that right there is a really, really good thing to ponder because how often when, you know, we see people, whether they're struggling with something big or not, how often do we make assumptions about them and how often do we put them in a box? I mean, I think it happens a lot and I'm going to cover this a little more in depth in a future episode where I'll really kind of dive into that. But I do want us to think about it here too. Because the minute that we start boxing people up like that, we just have this picture of them in our heads, right? And it's kind of hard to, to shake that image of people. And if Monica had just seen the alcoholic, she wouldn't have seen all the good that was inside Elizabeth. And I think when we're dealing with people in our lives, relationships, we need to make sure that we are truly seeing someone for who they are, for, for who they were made to be. Because that's what our creator does for us, right? He doesn't just look at us and only see our sins or the things we've done wrong. But he sees the wonderful human that he made in his image and likeness. He, he sees the person that he loved so much that he gave his son to die so that we could spend eternity with him, right? And so we need to make sure that we are taking, taking the example of, of God, right? And making sure that we do not only see people for their shortcomings or for the things that they do wrong because that can lead to a lot of resentment and bitterness and honestly it usually just makes us not treat people very well and so we want to make sure that we're not doing that and it's about this point in the story that elizabeth gives a little bit of a background so we understand how she got started with the drinking she said how her her job was a boys club and quote unquote if you wanted in you drank so she used alcohol as a way to sort of make it in her career, um, even though that was a bit misguided. But in, so obviously now it's a much bigger problem than probably when she first started. And because she has refused to go to some type of meeting based on the intervention, Sydney basically is limiting or removing any sort of contact between Elizabeth and her and her granddaughter. And then Cindy maintains those boundaries because Elizabeth does try and go and see, see them. But then later, Beth actually shows up at Elizabeth's house and because, you know, she misses her grandma. You know, she, she understands there's a problem, but maybe not to the full extent of why her mother is trying to keep her away from her grandma. And so Beth shows up and Elizabeth was supposed to call her mom, um, but ends up falling asleep on the couch. Again, she's been drinking. And also she was smoking and the cigarette ends up catching the house on fire. And then at this point, Elizabeth rushes out of the house, but she does not recall at all that Beth was with her. And this is a scene that's really heartbreaking to watch. We have little Beth, this adorable little girl in a different room. The door shut, smoke's billowing in. She's crying, screaming for help. And her grandma doesn't hear her, isn't aware that she's there and is outside the house safe. And thankfully, Monica carries the little girl out and rescues her. And then at the hospital, um, we learn that Beth is unresponsive. 
And this is, this is the breaking point for Elizabeth or her turning point. This is where she hits rock bottom and she really finally understands the consequences of the choices that she's making, how she's hurting herself and how she's hurting her family and how the, her choices that she made almost led to her granddaughter dying. And so she, in this moment, prays and then she goes back to get the music box because she wants to use it to try trigger, um, like a memory in Beth and help her wake up. And this is where Monica reveals herself as an angel. And this is one thing I really love about the show. And in particular, how Roma Downey plays Monica is that every time that Roma as Monica says that God loves you, she says it with such conviction that it's like you're hearing it for the first time. And she says it in like every episode or nearly every episode. And I just love it because it's like every, every episode, I need to hear it. We need to remember that. And as Monica goes on to explain that God loves you and he doesn't love you because of all of the accomplishments that you have, that you had this awesome journalism career, whatnot. And on the flip side, God's love is not deterred by any poor choices that you've made or any of the ways that you've sinned. And his love is just there, freely given for you, no matter what. This is the healing moment for for Elizabeth. And she goes to the hospital with Monica. Thankfully, Beth wakes up. And, and now that she has seen that her drinking has caused so many issues, she does decide to go to a meeting, some version of Alcoholics Anonymous. And... At that meeting, she's kind of in the back and someone gets up to speak. And that person, plot twist, I guess I should say, if you actually haven't watched this episode, you might want to pause and wait because this is a bit of a spoiler. But the person who gets up to speak is Sydney. It's her daughter. And it turns out that at some point, Sydney also started drinking and it got out of hand. And she is getting up to announce that she is currently one year sober and so now we have another picture of why it was so hard um, for Sydney to watch her mother because it was something that she had been through as well and, and something that she had overcome and she wants her mother to be able to overcome it as well. Then Sydney realizes that her mother is there and they have this very emotional moment that is very healing for both of them. And that basically wraps up the episode. Um, obviously, there's still a long road ahead. Elizabeth's addiction is not over simply because she attended this one meeting. She will have a lot of struggles, um, but I, I think there's comfort in, in knowing that she'll still have her daughter there to support her and then a daughter who knows what she's going through because a daughter who's been through that herself. And so, and so one final point I want to make, especially thinking about addictions or any kind of overabundance of, of something is that sometimes we're using those things to try to dull our pain or to forget our pain. But in the end, it's only God that can truly heal our pain. All those other things, they're band-aids, they're distractions, and all that sort of thing. And so, and as we go this week, I want us to think about the different things that we might do, whether it be a true addiction or, or something smaller, um, that we use to, to hide from our pain or unpleasant feelings or things that we're using to distract ourselves and how we can put a stop in that cycle and instead turn toward God for our healing. Because with God on our side, we have a whole abundance of strength 
that we can use to help make the changes in our lives that we want to make and to really, really try to make those changes, not just half-hearted attempts. And so I think we will end our episode there. Thank you all so much for listening. Please feel free to follow the podcast on Instagram at touchedbyapod, and I will see you next week. Mm-hmm.